All right, y'all, y'all ready? Yeah, let's get ready. Let's go. Let's get it. Welcome back to the Each One Teach One podcast. I am your host, Chief, aka the Big Zo. Big Zo. The Big Zo. Because <laughs> nobody rep Haiti like me. And if they say they do, it's cap. But I still love them because I support everything. Everything Haitian. You know, I got the homies here. My man, my man. <laughs> my man, we got Wolf Taylor behind the ones and twos always. And I got my man, Well Made Choice, AKA Buy One, Get One, one Flea in the Building. You know the vibes, man. What's up? And we got a special guest in the building. Um, Y'all probably already saw him on camera. We got. Listen, hip hop royalty, in my opinion. Yeah. We got Uncasa, aka Two Gun Un, in the building. Uh -huh. Round of applause. Yeah, yeah. Round Clap of applause. Thank y'all, fellas. Thank Peace, sir. King. Salute. Wow. Oh, matter of fact, what's really good? What's really, what's what's really, really good? Hey, <laughs> yeah. This going to be y'all Kanye episode. Let's go. <laughs> y'all Kanye, but it, it's going to be politically correct. But this my, is going to be y'all, niggas going to be like, nah. My brother. Y'all went up on this one. Okay. How you doing, King? I'm blessed, man. We, Looking blessed, King. Thank you. We yes, sir. Ramadan, so I'm blessed. I've been fasting, so I'm, I'm cool. Okay, okay. Well, thank you for coming up because oh, I know Ramadan God. is sacred. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. you know, I've been waiting for this moment for a minute, and it's just like, like the work don't stop. The work don't stop. Allah knows best. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you know? sir. Well, um, like the, well, being a Muslim, even like the the, the tank got to come from the heart. So when it's coming from the heart, Allah knows what you're doing best. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Righteous. Definitely. Two gun on. Yes, Righteous. Yeah. My man. Choice, man. You want? I got. I'm gonna go off now. I got. We got royalty in the building. Listen, Anything man, you want to add, it's, real it's, quick? It's, it's all about Uncasas, man. Let's yeah, let's get right to it, man. All right, my let's get brother. Right to it. First and foremost, how you been? Blessed, man. I can't complain about nothing. I'm, I'm a father now. My mm -hmm. uh, four year old daughter. Shout out to Zori Lynn. God bless. Um, being a father is definitely um a blessing. It's definitely a blessing. Make you go harder. And it, it puts something on your mind every day. Like, it's like not a moment of the day where my daughter don't pop up in my mind. I'm always worried about it. I'm always worried about her whereabouts. Even when I know she's good, I'm just, what's she doing? She, Father, man. She, I can relate. King, he just had a daughter, too. Yeah, I'll let you go yeah, on that. Yeah, bro. Nah, she about to be nine months. Fire. Um, April 23rd, so... You saying that it just it just triggers like good memories. Like every day I'm at work, I'm like, damn, like <clears throat> what's she doing? It's I gotta a, call the wife. I just wanna love, I just wanna see her face. And every time she look at me and smiles, like I know what I'm doing this shit for. That's a fact. And that's all that matters, man. Bro, I can't wait to yeah. feel that blessing, bro. You oh, know what I mean? I the hard part out the way though. I found the person I'm gonna do it with. That's there. Now that's the most important. That is the most yeah. important. Yeah. That, yes. that, that's what that's what even make the bond with your child when when your significant other is is the one that you want for that, and you you know that's the right one. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a like. It's cheers to that. Cheers to mm -hmm. that. I wish I had a cup, bro. It's definitely nah, cheers to that bro. for sure. Salute with the water. Salute word, right? Salute yeah. with the water. Salute with the water. With the water. First holy month for Ramadan. We're gonna do it pure. Mm -hmm. My man. Respectfully. 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 So, on my way here, right? Mm -hmm. Sorry to go straight to hip hop. Man, let's, do it. <laughs> let's do it, man. Wasting <clears throat> time. Excuse me. On my way here, mm -hmm. 
I was listening to Diplomatic Immunity. Wow. It just turned, yeah. It just turned <laughs> 20. Yeah. It and just it just celebrated 20. a 20-year anniversary, right? Yes. Yes. And the first record off of Diplomatic Immunity is Uncasa. Is Uncasa. The title of the song. That's the fact. The skit. Everything. I want to know how all of that came about. But before you start, right? I got shout out to my man. I told you I was going to do this. Shout out to my brother Steven from the All Time Pod out in Canada. Hello. What's up, Steven? Yeah. I told Steven, you know, that's my bro. So, you know, I tell him, yo, I got Uncasa. Nobody else gonna know besides my wife and my brothers. Oh, that's crazy. He's like, what? He's, yo, this dude got a Cameron tattoo on his arm, bro. Oh, that's crazy. That's real. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> yeah. Town, For real, he met Cam too. Nah, we got dog. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. That's when I knew that this diplomat shit was different. Everywhere I've been, I, everywhere I've been, like far as diplomat, I've seen the tattoos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Called like the t-shirts. Like guys hold they stuff for 20 years. Like you you a big part of that, right? Yeah. You a definitely. big part of that, but we gonna get to that. Mm -hmm. So Steven was like, yo, Chief. Well, E, he called me E. That's my bro. He's like, yo, E, please ask Uncasa. <laughs> and he's a hip-hop head. You know Steven. Yeah, That's I why you Steve, laughing. Yeah. He's like, please ask Uncasa where he wrote that verse. Where he was at the time. I'm like, bro, you think you gonna remember? Nah, That's remember. 20 years nah, ago. He remember. The certain remember. shit you remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so take it away, my brother. Um, well, at that time, it was like a ritual, like just to write, just to write. It got to a point where I stopped writing because mm -hmm. it was just coming so quick and it was just going to the to my memory bank so fast that. It was a lot of music being stored in my head. So, yes, sir. Um, those was like, those was like some some of my my early raps. I would go to vacant lot, shout to Dan Grease. Those was like, I was up to like that rhyme was probably written in like 1997, 98. Crazy. I was just so far ahead of my time lyrically. It, it fit in that time, so I wrote that rhyme in my grandmother's room. Uh, back when my grandmother used to go upstate to the big house every weekend, so I used to <laughs> yeah. use her room as my little makeshift little studio. I used to have a little recorder, a little brown and beige recorder, and I used to just sit there and just listen to instrumentals and freestyles and mixtapes and stuff like that. And I used to just write rhymes laying on the bed, you know what I'm saying, watching TV, shit like that, writing rhymes. Yes, I remember, sir. Like, I was really deep into writing. I, I always... Always wanted to make sure my pen was, you know, sharp. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And when you say you were ahead of your time, mm -hmm. bro, I'm on a train on my way here. And I'm like, yo, this shit a go. Still. Still. The bars, Still. like, punchlines. Timeless music, bro. Yeah. Um, timeless music. I always, like, I'm, I, I always wanted my rhymes to be complex. I wanted to be remembered. You know what I'm saying? So I always... Think very deep, you know what I'm saying? And everybody fell in love with my delivery and my yeah. energy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I always say I'm always keep that same energy. I'm all, I'm never gonna slack on the lyrics. I'm always make sure my darts are sharp, you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. So I can stay elite. Especially in that camp, too. No, nah, that's a fact. That camp you was in, right? We came, we came from a very elite. Everybody, everybody, like, like everybody pen is sharp from the set. I can honestly say that. You know what I'm saying? Now nah, that's a fact. 
So how did that like how did y'all all come together? Like I wanna like just go further back. Like, yeah, yeah. How did how did that like how did all of that start? Well, um, a lot of it started, like me and Jewels go back years, kids, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we rep the battlegrounds, we from we from the hill, Sugar Hill. Sugar money, Hill you know, gang. Man. Yo, he from the hill too. Yeah. 50th from Broadway, man. I'm from 151st. Yeah, he right around the corner. <laughs> Let's go. Harlem Connection. Harlem Connection. Yeah, the hill. So, yeah. So, yeah, we growing up on that hill, it was different. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember the invasion of the Dominicans in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, heavy drug traffic. Heavy Great vibe in Harlem. It was. It wasn't this much killing. Rich. It was. A, it was yeah. a lot of money. Rich lot heritage. Of females. It was. Yeah. It was good. Good eateries. And ain't you can't really go get no good soul food nowhere nowadays. Everything Man. is so like so mediocre now. But yeah, I'm growing up in Harlem. Up on that hill was different. Like you had like great energy. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, me and Jewels, we grew up together. I'm a little older than them, but we we not that far from age. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He, he from 153rd, I'm from 151st. And you know, like, like from, I'll say from 148th to about 155th, it's just like a group of kids that grew up together. You know what I'm saying? And the village. The, the, like the village and the main meeting spot is like the battleground. So that's where we all basically grew, grew up. So much yeah. culture. And that just in that statement right there, because now it's a dog-eat-dog world. Yeah. But when you was coming up, it wasn't like that. Like, it was like a I brotherhood. Was, when I was coming up, when I was com- coming up rapping, Jewels wasn't even really rapping at first. He was, you know, he was he he, he was dibbling and dabbling and stuff. Jewels was more like a kid from a, the neighborhood that was fly. He used to wear the derby hats. He used to have the old yeah. dog box braids. You know what I'm saying? He was a real fly. Uh, had a lot of charisma with him. You know what I'm saying? He had a mm. partner that was like one of my best friends named Malik. Shout out to Mo Better. And um, him and Jewels formed a group. But before they formed a group, um, Mo was in a group called Brigade with a couple of other of my friends I grew up with. Shout out to uh, D Gritty, shout out to my uh, my boy Troy, Daffy, and Zarif. I ain't forget nobody. And my boy Chucky. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying that we, they was like a a Harlem version of Wu Tang. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was like they was called a Brigade. It was like a Harlem like back in the days coming up. Like, guys don't like to admit where they get their motivation and, and their inspiration from, but we was getting motivated through Wu-Tang. Like, yes, when Wu-Tang sir. was out, we was running around wearing, wearing scarves on our face. We was running around wearing fatigues. When boot camp came out, we was wearing the Thames with the, with the uh, football jerseys. Like, we was heavily motivated into hip-hop. You know yes, what sir. I'm saying? And um, that's basically how it started, like, battling in the, in the site. Like, when I was battling, I was going chopping niggas' heads off. I was going around battling niggas from everywhere. I got so, niggas that ripped the five like that you know Astro saying? Star. So I was Bro, we gonna get there. I remember <laughs> that was bars, man. So it, it got to a point to where um, Brigade kind of broke up and mm-hmm. um, Malik started rhyming with Jewels. Back then, um, Jewels' name, I think it was um, Shanghai Warrior. His name was Shane. Wu influence. That's Wu. Word. 
Shanghai Warrior. And um, they had started a, a group called, by this time when they started their group, it was around, it was like the pre-Mace era. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hats back, jerseys, you know, fly Harlem, you know what I'm saying? And um, they had a deal with Priority, you know what I'm saying? They were like, they was like the first, I had deals since I was young, but they was like the first that was like in the Source magazine and all that, coming in the park showing niggas they was in the Source and all that. So, mm -hmm. you know, they, they had a deal, you know, they probably put out a couple of singles and stuff. I think they did a, a single where, uh, Memphis Bleak, I think at the time, and um, they had got some traction and then, you know. Um, Did you work with them around that time? Nah, I was always older than them. So okay. It was like, we was rhyming ciphers. Like we would go to my man say cool crib. He would always, you know, we smoke weed and my man, my man room was, looked at like the train station. His mom's let him spray paint all around his room. So it was a different type Atmosphere, of vibe. Atmosphere, it was the vibe, you got it. Either, if you ain't, if you wasn't, um, battling or ciphering in the battlegrounds, you would go to Seiko House or uh, you would go to the, I f damn, uh, we would go to this guy house around the corner at 150th from his block. Mm -hmm. He used to have a little studio, jazz, shout to jazz. I'll never forget you, jazz. Yeah. I had to, to think. Salute. We used to go to Jazz Crib and, and, and Dave Bright, he was a, a producer and a, a part of the, the group Vertical Hole with Angie Stone. So he used to have a, a um, studio in his mom's crib and her den and we used to record there so you know after the group kind of broke up i was i wouldn't say i was a member of the group but i was around all yeah, the time yeah yeah like know, the unofficial member yeah, the homie yeah, right yeah, yeah so was that time the bridge to like cam to the now, dip set like, or that came later like everybody as individuals always rapping how the how the diplomats was formed well basically how jewels got with cam was through Tobe, shout out to Tobe Cobain, mm -hmm. um, which is Joel's cousin. You know, your family member, he was best friends and went to school with, with Cam. He was always telling Cam that, yo, I got this, like my, my family, he fire, he fire, he fire. But at the time, Cam ain't have no situation to really do nothing for him. So one day, um, Tobe used to drive Cam around, like his driver, like his, you know, his everyday driver, his mm -hmm. best friend, and Cam was asleep. And he drove to Joel's block and Joel hopped in the car. And when he, Cam woke up, he just started rhyming for him. You know what I'm saying? Cam was looking at him like he was crazy, but <laughs> after he spit what he spit, Cam was like, nah, I need Shorty on the team. So that's how Joel's introduction to the dip set was. This is around the SDE days. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So Joel was on that album. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that that that's how Joel's became a part of the dip set. How I became affiliated is through Cam and Joel's and Jim coming to Hump 45th and Broadway, where I used to sell my mixed CDs at. Like, me and my my, my dude, shout out to the Taliban, Luke Abrazi, salute to him and his wife, Alex Major. You know, they got the gumbo, shout out to my gumbo family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, yes, we sir. the biggest on this marijuana thing. And um, we basically, we was just selling bootleg CDs, Iceberg Coogees, and you know, it was like the place to be. You know what I'm saying? And Cam used to come through every, you know, now and, now and then and just chill. We used to have everybody up there chilling in our van. We had gutted out a van and that was like our makeshift mobile store. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they used to come, we used to sell Don Diva magazines, Fed magazines, stuff like that. Iceberg Coogee, um, 
walkie-talkie watches, burnout everything, phones, anything. You know what I'm saying? So um, they used to just come through and chill. And um, Cam was trying to get out of his deal with um, with uh, Sony at the time. And, you know, my man Luca Brazzi, he was heavy influence to a lot of street guys. So they actually went up to Sony and, you know, kind of strong. <laughs> Got him out the deal. deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what kind of brought the bond with the Taliban and the, and the Dipset, you know what I'm saying? Got it. So Cam's out the deal now. Mm -hmm. Dipset is not official, but it's forming together because he had you wells. Nah, Dipset is official. It's just not. It's just not Dipset yet. Okay, it's not Dipset yet, right? So when did Uncasa get the phone call? Well, actually, the album was done. To according nah, to the skit, see, I'm a gummer. We gonna break it down. Yes, so, sir. All right, Cam. Um, Cam used to go early in the day to baseline. Shout out to Juan, shout out to Hov. We used to go to the studio. This was, they was recording the Diplomat Immunity album. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we used to go down to the studio. And um, one day, I'm in a booth and Dane walked in. I think Beans, you know, Rockefeller nigga. Yeah. So I couldn't get my shit right in the booth. So Cam was like, yo, yo, get the fuck out the booth. Go smoke something. Go get your mind right. But it kind of embarrassed me because it was in front. So I left the studio. Mm -hmm. So the next day, I'm on Hum 45th, doing what I do out there hustling. And Cam pulls up in his truck, damn near hit me. Hops out. <laughs> yo, don't ever leave one of my motherfucking sessions. I'm trying to get you popping, nigga. You can't take a little pressure. Yo, get the fuck in the truck. Mm. Just like that. I'm lost stood there looking at him. He say, nigga, get the fuck in the truck. So I'm like, that's that brotherly love, though. Yeah, it was tough love. So tough love is still love. He said, yo, gave me, gave me a pocket full of weed. He said, yo, go to the studio. He said, go to the stool. So I went to the stool with Kim. And, you know, he was like, yo, bro, I, I'm just telling you, you'll get your shit right. You be, every time I tell you to spit, your shit be coming out. You get in the booth and what happened? And I was like, yo, the, the, the planners wasn't lined up for me that day. You say, well, listen to this. Yo, the album got turned in. And shit. Damn, you know that's the, that's a part of the skit. Yeah. So the like album the album in. done. I was, just, I was like, nah, I gotta, I gotta make this album, Cam. Like, yo, I, I, I got it. Like, I gotta make this album. You know what I'm saying? Young Guru, shout out to Guru. Guru was in the studio with us. It was just me, Cam, and Guru in the studio. So Guru was like, yo, that shit y'all saying right now, y'all should say that shit in the booth. Yeah. So me and Cam just walked in the booth and we finished our conversation. So we basically, he, what y'all heard was really- Was a real convo. Was a real conversation. That's crazy. And put together, you know what I'm saying? Guru, he's a genius. You know Bags. Sure. But you had the bars ready though. Yeah, I had the bars ready. These is like some of our favorite, rock, these are some of Cam's favorite verses for me. He was like, yo, spit that, spit that. Spit all them joints you was spitting on 45th. Did you have niggas throwing hats and running up the block? I want that energy. So, got in the booth. He pulled up the beat. I was like, ooh. And the beat, beat that y'all hit, the beat that y'all hit, that's not even the original beat. We couldn't get the sample clear. Damn. But the both both beats, the beat, both of the beats was produced by Kanye West. Y'all didn't... I didn't, didn't know that. Know that. Mm. Diplomatic Immunity intro was produced by Kanye West. Crazy. So I came in the game on the Kanye West beat. Record. And the uh, title right? of the song it's is your name. Right? So I get, on a, I, I get on the album, but when I recorded it, I didn't know if Cam was going to keep it. Oh, he had to keep that, Cam. You know what I'm saying? He had and to. This was, this, was, this was like pre, 
this was like we was just starting Purple City. We was doing the mixtapes and all mm -hmm. that. And you know, I got a lot of questions about that yeah. too, but I'm gonna mm -hmm. let you go. But in the midst of that, I had just got out of a deal with um I had just got out of, out of a deal with Black Round. I was so you had your own deal yeah, already. I, yeah, I got signed. Fire. I got signed in like '98, right? I got signed to um through Bryce Wilson and Jimmy Henchman's uh entertainment, Czar Entertainment through Black Round. So I was got over it. there with Aaliyah, Timberland, and all that. That's how you know you a hustler, right? Mm -hmm. You got a deal, mm -hmm. but you still in Harlem. Yeah, I was still like the, after my deal, like after my deal fell through because the staff changed. They they went over, they left Arista, and they was going. It was just oh, I was either gonna get shelved or I can leave with the money I got and be a free agent. So that's what I choose and hustled, right? Fire. So um, in the midst of that. One one day, I was living with my manager. Shout out to Rosalind Brogdon and Naomi Brogdon, Mrs. Brogdon. I love y'all. They took me in at like 18, 19 years old, moved mm. me out my mom's crib and gave me the whole top floor of their crib. So Rosalind, um, she she was she's like my mother figure. She moved me out of Harlem. She took she told me, yo, whatever drugs you got in your pocket, get them shits to your friend. You ain't coming back to the block <laughs> ever. Damn. She had all my luggage, all my clothes in the trunk of this Explorer. That um, she was well, my homegirl Arlene Deval. Shout out to Arlene. She was an A and R at Loud Records at the time, so she used to have me around Steve Rifton. Like I've been getting, I was always rubbing elbows. Yeah, rubbing elbows. I, was, I had deals way before I met Kim. You know what I'm saying? So, long story short, I was living out in Jersey, and um, Bryce called me one day. This after my deal fell through. He was like, I'm going to get you another deal. I'm going to get you another deal. Don't worry. You hot. So one day he called me. I was asleep off a sour nap, smoking that pill. <laughs> yeah. And my manager, she brought me the call. His house phone at the time. And she was like, yo, Bryce on the phone. We so, getting hip-hop stories right yeah, here, man. She's like, yo, Bryce on the phone. So I was like, yo, what up, Bryce? He was like, yo, I'm telling these niggas, you the next biggie. You the next king in New York. These mm -hmm. niggas got you fucked up. Um... I want you to spit something over the phone. Matter of fact, I want you to battle this nigga. I'm like, yo, come get me. Where you at? He's like, I can't come get you. I'm in Chicago right now. So the person that he put me on the phone with to battle over the phone was Lupe Fiasco. What? Crazy. Right? And Lupe so man, dog. So Crazy. me and Lupe, Lupe spit about 50 bars. I spit about 50 bars. We was going <laughs> back and forth on the phone for about 20 minutes. They was like, yo, we got to finish this in person. Few months later, they they flew up from Chicago. This is when um, Bryce had got his um studio in Tenafly, New Jersey, and um we battled for like close to two three hours. You know what I'm saying? And um we we legendary we, we, we made a bond bro. that day. It was like we was friends from that day till you this know? day. Till till I haven't spoken to Lupe and Win, but that's my brother. You know what I'm yeah. saying, Lupe. Went, did more than enough. Did, Lupe, I love you, bro. If you watched it, you see this. I love you. Um, so we battled. The same day we battled was actually, me and him actually watched the first annual um, BET Awards when Jay-Z did the H to the Izzo. We yeah. watched that together. Like we watched, <laughs> After we battled, we watched that together. Legendary stories, so, man. So months later, like I said, I was already getting it popping. 
on the Purple City mixtapes with Shice. Shout out to Shice Bob. We just doing a lot of the mixtapes and all that. So I get a call one day. This is when, um, matter of fact, I get a text. This is when we had the time ports, mm -hmm. time ports. And um, I got a text and it was from Lupe. And he was like, yo, you got a home here, first and 15. And um, I called Bryce and I was like, yo, I got a text. He was like, yeah, um, I was about just about to call you. Um, Lou and them want to sign you to first and 15. Um, but there's only one thing. I'm like, he said, you got to move to Chicago. Mm. So I was like, Where, where's my ticket? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I ain't really have no obligations to nobody at home. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't signed a diplomat. I wasn't signed a Purple City at the time. It was just like, I was just, we was just building up a yeah, mixtape. Finding your way, hustling. So, you a hustler. Yeah, but um, unfortunately, before I moved to Chicago, I had caught a gun charge. So I was flying back and forth from Chicago to New York for my, my gun case. The case. So um, I flew back to Chicago, and um, I was in the studio. We was in the studio in the basement. Um, shout out to Bugs the Beast. He's a Grammy-winning producer. That's um, He's a producer for good music now. He was... Um, the in-house producer for First and 15 at the time. But um, we had went to uh, this little Mexican taco spot called Pepe's, and then we had stopped at uh, a gas station to get some swishes and some, some something to drink. And I bought a magazine with Dr. Dre, Eminem, and 50 on the cover of the Double XL. Yeah. And um, I go back to the, the basement smoking, eat my tacos, and I'm reading the discography of all the albums that was coming out, and they had all the albums that was coming out that year, and they had diplomats, they had a picture. So I'm hiring, I'm like, oh, look at my niggas, yeah. And I'm reading a discography, and they said, and it was like, intro of the album, Uncasa. That's how I found out. <laughs> Yo, in Chicago. Yo. In Chicago, that's how I found out. You that found album. out that you made the album with Lupe Fiasco in Chicago. Yep. By buying a magazine and that's seeing fire. your credit. Yeah, I'm in awe, man, because that's a, that's a dope story. Like, yep. That's how I found wow. out. Wow. So when I came back, <laughs> yo, when I came back to New York for sentencing, I was supposed to get a year. I was kind of sick about that. And, but, wait, hold on real quick, right? So you literally find out that your life is about to change. Yeah. Actually, not about to. It changed. Yeah. That's and you had to go fight a charge. Yeah, I had to fight a charge. I come back to New York. I get sentenced to five years probation. <sighs> So I call Lupe, I'm, I'm like, yo, they only gonna give me probation if I do their discharge me in a few years. But I wound up maxing out five years. But um blessed. It's a blessing. Blessed, super blessed. And um when I call back home to Chicago, my guy Gemini, um, shout out to Gemini, um, he was like, yo, everything that you've seen is gone. I'm like, yo, what you talking about? Damn, he was like, yo, yo, they raided the crib. This one Lupe manager, shout out to Chili, Free Chili. He had got busted on a um on a narcotic on a, 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 a heroin charge. Like forty like forty something keys of dope was found in the stores. Something like that. And um they had raided the crib where I lived. And um he was like, yo, all your jewelry, your Jacob watch. All your throwbacks, everything gone, and I was like, "Word." I gotta ask you something, man. Like just hearing your story, right? Mm -hmm. The resilience and the obstacles always put in front of you. 
Like you had your deal mm-hmm. that fell through. Yeah. Shout out to the wonderful family that took you in. Mm-hmm. Like yo, you got to get out of Harlem. You a hustler. You too popular. Yeah. Bad shit could happen. Then you link up with the right people mm-hmm. that puts you on the phone to battle someone because he believe in you. Mm-hmm. The person he puts you to battle turns out to be Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. Who again fucks with your energy? Mm-hmm. It's like yo, you got a home here. Mm-hmm. You go to Chicago. Well, you catch a gun charge. Mm-hmm. Another obstacle. You go to Chicago, back to New York, back to Chicago. Cool shit is, you know, it's slow. Go to the gas station, see your name on the album, and they got to come back to New York and find, and go on probation. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, it's cool. I, I, the obstacle, but I, I overcame it but just I, to get another I, fucking phone I, call. Allah did it. Allah did it. He did it that way. I was about to say. You, you, at no point, at you no, man of faith, did at, you question, like, nah, what the fuck? I didn't question it at all. Because once, once I got back to New York, that's when the Purple City and the Diplomat shit went through the roof. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, it was like one, that door closed, another one opened right up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was That's how that like, worked. It, faith. That, it faith. Was, that, 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 that was like surreal. Like, it didn't even seem real. Cause like you said, I was going through mad obstacles, but in, in the midst of that, I didn't did I didn't get discouraged. I was just, I was just kinda, I was kinda scared. Cause I've never been to prison. Look, I'm I'm 43 years old now. I've never been to prison. I've been God bless. I've been arrested, bullpen that therapy. Chills, but I've never been to prison. I'm 43 years old. I've never been to God prison. God bless. I don't know what records I'll smell or look like, and I never will. It's your law. Bless, you yes, know what sir. I'm so um yeah, that's that's basically how that happened. And mm-hmm. when I got back to New York, that diplomat shit hit. Yo, when that shit hit, that shit spread like crack in the 80s, bro. Yes, sir. I couldn't go, I couldn't go nowhere and niggas knew who I was and they was just like staying until this day. I was just in DC last night. At a, a a weed event, niggas went crazy. Niggas started, this guy walked up to me with tears in his eyes, like, yo, you've been my favorite rapper since I was 14. I did, I did jail time. I did a, a whole 10 clip. I still I came home with my the, all my tapes. I went in jail without like that, that, that you can't like, you can't buy that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what those are the people I do it for. You know, that's a fact. But do you, did you like? At the time, right? You said it was going up. It was crazy. And I'm going to take you back, right? So I was in high school, and that's us, that Purple City Bird Gang. And I'm like, yo, I need a purple flag ASAP. Not knowing, knowing that shit could have got me killed. <laughs> got you some shit, bro. Not knowing that shit could have got me in some shit. Watching the video on Casa on the bike, rapping, and I was like, yo... Yo, Purple City Bird Gang, Purple City Bird Gang, but I didn't know that's something that you started yourself. Nah. It was already popping. Nah, this is what happened. Purple City, me and Shice, me and Shice um, started, our relationship started on some street shit. Mm-hmm. Money. Um, so, like, this is pre, pre-Diplomat album, like, like, like. Yeah, that you see what I'm saying? It was yeah. before Dipset. Luch and Shice had did a mixtape. Like I was already putting out mixtapes, mm-hmm. but Luch and Shice did a mixtape, like a collab mixtape. Purple City, Taliban versus Purple City. Shice had some artists at the time. Luca had me, Jr. 
and hell real. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Um, we we put out a tape. We put out the Taliban versus Purple City. And that shit spread like wildfire. Automatically, we hop right on. It's time to do part two. Before that shit even finished doing what it was doing, we was already in the studio doing part two. In the midst of doing part two, Luke Abrazi got locked up. Another obstacle. Another obstacle, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there like this, damn. Luke, I'm a big bro, he locked up. But Shice was so fucking hungry for it. He called me, he was like, yo, I spent all this money in the studio and all this shit. I need, you know this music shit, help me finish this tape. Be like, like my little partner, like, come and help me finish this tape. So I helped him finish the tape. And, you know, that's how me and Shice start the bond. You know what I'm saying? And I got kind of close to Shice because Luca was locked up. So me and Shice, I got a bond. And um, we just started coming up with the L concepts for the covers. And we just kept putting out, putting out mixtapes. 10,000 hours. You know what Bro. I'm saying? We just kept putting out mixtapes. It was, we was going in the studio three in the afternoon, leaving seven the next morning. You know what I'm saying? Every tape. You know what I'm saying? So that's how the Purple City buzz got popping. You know what I'm saying? That's how I became a part of Purple City. You had you had said something earlier that kind of caught my attention. You said Harlem's Wu-Tang. Yeah. Right? Now, we all know how influential Wu-Tang is. Mm -hmm. That's worldwide, right? So my question to you is, like, did you know in the back of your mind that Dipset, Purple City, Skull Gang, like, Everybody that was involved was gonna have that much influence. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Or was yeah. it just more so yeah. of a like, we just gonna do it Fuck and see it. what happens? No, I knew we was gonna be them niggas. Mm. It wasn't no doubt. It wasn't no doubt. We had we had all the swag, we had all the real street niggas around us. We was really getting money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I knew it was gonna work. The music was you it wasn't nothing. It was like those sessions, those be those beginning sessions to to which I heard as the Diplomat Community album, that mm -hmm. red and that blue disc, those was beautiful moments. Is everything is beautiful when you broke. Mm. Everything is beautiful when you broke. God, that's you know more appreciated. Yeah. Everything appreciated. is beautiful when you broke. Well, when shit, when the shit stars is when the money, and then this is when ego, arrogance, and ignorance plays a part. You know what I'm saying? And that's never going to work. You get what I'm saying? So The yeah. problems don't happen when you broke. It's just nah, passion, nah, love. It, it's beautiful. That was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful sessions, beautiful vibes, love, genuine love in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? When when you broke, when everybody, when nobody has a dollar over lunch money, when everybody's kind of same, on the same level, but when you start seeing motherfuckers go like this, they attitudes and their egos go like that too. But ain't they supposed to go with you? You helped them. Like, we did this together. I'm saying we all grew, but like, it was a time where it wasn't enough seats at the table mm. for the diplomat, for like, you like to say if, the, if it's the... Last Supper, it was only space for Jewels, Cam, Zeke, and Jim to eat off. Mm. That's why me and Shice did Purple City. We went, we went and made our own plate. We spent our own money. Cam and Cam and them, they put up shit for Purple City. Mm -hmm. That's all street money from Shice. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
So, but damn, yes, yeah. I I would have never knew that because. Yeah. Even down the line in the Purple City Bird Gang video. Oh, by the way, shout out to Purple City Bird Gang. That song has over a million f- plays on Spotify. Yeah, more, way over a million. Like then diplomat, yo, diplomatic sympathy. Like you doing your numbers on Spotify, but I want to talk about in that video. Jim's in that video. Yeah, like dancing, singing on how the hook. Song, so I'm like, how the song came about. Well, now this is another story. I was coming from probation. Shice had, had, had bought a lease from one of his childhood friends, Sid Locks. Shout out to Sid Locks. He had a um a studio. He had a sneaker store in the studio in an office space. Shice paid him out. was like, yo, this is our new home. Just like that. Just like that. Out of book bag. Gave that nigga 20, 30 bands. Yo, this is my shit now. Now we, we fixing up the office. Now the office... Got purple rugs and purple yeah. chairs in there, glass tables. We got the pool table downstairs. We got the, the pre-production studio now. We cranking up. So I come, I come from probation one day, and I'm going, I'm, like, I'm feeling myself. I'm like, damn, we. I got my own studio. I got my own office. I'm a fucking boss. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to the office, kick my shoes off on the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Smoking a blunt, and I start hearing the beat because I'm like, yo, what the fuck, Shice and Aga? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Aguilar. Mm-hmm. And I start hearing like the bass line, dun, 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 dun. so I'm like, oh, they must be downstairs. So I get there, Shice is in the booth. Now you rapping now. This is how the Purple City song was created. Shice is in the booth. He's already spitting, Shice Bub, you know, I'm the veteran. And I'm like, yo, that shit is hard. I'm like, yo, who wrote that? Oh. He's like, nah, nigga, I wrote this because I was, at that time, I was writing, I was ghostwriting for Shice. Yeah. So when I came, I was like, oh, shit. He was like, you getting on us? Like, you, you fucking, fucking right. And them. <laughs> Went in and started writing my verse. As I'm writing my verse, Jim pulls up. It's like, yo, yo, that shit is hard. And, and Jim just came out out of nowhere. That's us, that Purple City Bird Gang. We ride the vibe. Just that's like the that. Uh. Did his verse. We put it on, I think it was the Matrix Reloaded. That shit blew like wildfire. <laughs> Yo, I remember. That song wasn't even meant to, that shit wasn't meant to be what it was. That was going to be a, a mixtape full of, Nick, that shit hit the streets. Anthem. Man, the streets made it a I hit, I start bro. going down to Def Jam every day because, like, Dipset is, 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 is running this shit. They kicking doors down. So now this is when they turned the, the, uh, the, 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 Janitor's closet into an office. Yeah, well, yeah. You had nothing but dipset running through the office all day. So one day, one day I come um go come to Def Jam. You gotta walk through Rockefeller. So I'm saying, what's up? Every um saying what up to everybody. Shout out to Dane, shout out to Big Face Gary, shout out to Sherry Bryant, um, the whole Rockefeller stuff, Emmanuel, everybody from up mm-hmm. there. So I'm walking through greeting everybody, then mm-hmm. you go through the other door to Go to Dipset, but before you get to the Dipset door, um, the head of promotions at the time was um Aunt Lava. You know what I'm saying? He got a big ass block party speaker bumping that shit. Yeah. I'm walking past. He's like, yo, Casa, come here. He like, yo, tell Shays if he got the money, yo, this director, he love y'all song. His name is Carl Vernon. He wanna shoot Purple City Bird Gang. I said, bet, I'm gonna tell Shays. Next thing I know, we were scouting for locations <laughs> in the blackout. Crazy. 
remember the, the oh, yeah. the old, it was old three, was, it was old three, yeah. yeah, old three. When we were scouting, when we were scouting for locations, the blackout, the lights went out. Bro, almost, almost got, bro, almost got stuck in the elevator Another during that day, bro. obstacle. Shit, crazy. Right, that would have been crazy. Bro. Yo, bro, if I you don't know, we had a blackout. And, um, been crazy. You would have been in that shit for 24 hours, bro. bro. City. We Matter of fact, blackout. my block was having a block party the day after. Bro, I had to crazy. put candles, candles in the I'll never forget that, bro. Right. I'll never forget that. Y'all damn sure did. Yeah, the That's night before, fact. I'm going to my cousin crib in Marble Hill. I literally got off the elevator 10 minutes before the lights cut out. Wow, literally, and I and I stay. I'm, I'm like, yo, bro. I knew, I know the block party the next day. Now I got no way of getting there the next day. By the time I got there, shit was like seven o'clock the next night. I heard niggas play manhunt, all type yo, of shit. Let me tell you, that was like the illest experience ever. Cause my mom's told me about the blackout in, in the seventies and all that. But shit, I thought it was the first was, time you teaching a, me. Yeah. We was driving. We was driving through looking for locations, and the traffic lights, everything went out. Yeah. We was like, yo, what the fuck? So we found, we listened to the radio. It's like it's a blackout in New York. I just remember um, staying at Shay's house that night and um, getting the only place that was really, yo, them Chinese niggas was rocking. The Chinese <laughs> shots, the Chinaman, the Chinese fool, they was rocking. We was 10. With no gas, with nothing, no light. Yo, no light, dog. We going in there. We like you up in It's like, what you want? We like chicken wings, shrimp fried rice, two orders. <laughs> I didn't make that teas. shit. <laughs> yo, they had candles cooking the food because they had a, they, they must have hustle. Amazing. Yo, they had to make, they, they yo, made their money that I night. Tell, God damn. I tell you, it was a line for the Chinese restaurant after we, yo, bro. Everybody must have, that was in the Heights that day, must have <laughs> ate Chinese food from that day, right? So we go to the crib. I'm like, Shay's like, yo. Go to the store and get some candles. So I'm go. We go get like four or five candles. We go in this room. We sit in this room. We smoke. I'm like, yo, bro, what the fuck we gonna do in a blackout? We can't play no music or nothing. We just start talking about plans for the video. But he said, yo, watch this. Shice had two brand. He just bought them that same that 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 day before. He just bought two brand new. MacBooks, well, PowerBooks. Yeah. Because it wasn't Mac at the time. Mm -hmm. MacBooks, he bought two PowerBooks. And that's how we watched movies until them shits died on both. <laughs> wow. Yo, I want was the blackout again. Like, that a was day in and 03, bro. She was like, like, that was a the next damn near two days. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the next day the lights came the on. The nights came so on. So that night we was watching New Jack City Boys. And we were just watching Goodfellas Scar. We had a, and you know, them batteries. That the, the they brand new, so them shits lasted. It's yeah, so they said till the battery died. That's, that's fire. <laughs> Yo, son, man, you telling us some legendary stories, bro. You are hip hop royalty. So that's how the Purple City song and video came to life. Just that, mm. just like that, like shit, like that happens magically. Just never a man of faith. Well, that's yeah. why he never worried. Like caught a case, probation, Lupe Fiasco, battle, his label, all that, never worried, right? Mm -hmm. Just and kept working. Kept working and made it to the red and the blue disc. I was already comfortable. I was already living in a damn near a million dollar house in Englewood, New Jersey. So I wasn't, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, you know very true. So I was, I was around, I was around the baddest females you want to be like, I'm like, no lie, I was pulling up on Hump 45th with Kamora Lee hmm. and Misa. Hmm. Like blowing my niggas' mind, they pulling up in convertibles. Uh, come on, what you doing? You ain't come on, come on. I'm going on shopping sprees. 
with Queen Latifah and Mary J. Bush, oh my God, shit like bro. that. Stop. Going to the mall. With, <laughs> That's going the, to the only person I get starstruck to the, over. Go bro. to the mall with them. Mm-hmm. I'm going. To, I'm in the Hamptons on the beach. They sitting there topless and shit. Like I'm like, oh, they like, and it's just titties. I'm uh-huh. like, those is my big sister. Shout out to Misa. Shout out to to Queen Latifah. Shout out to Kamora Lee. Like, damn, you been through it all. Yeah, like, you been through it. Like, all. I always had a personality that people just took took to me. You know what mm. I'm saying? And, I, and I, I I don't talk much. I just, especially when I'm around millionaires or someone, I'm I'm a, I'm a observe. And put it in my mental Rolodex of what to do and what not to do, how to conduct yourself and stuff like that. But you're also very wise too, man. Like, mm-hmm. and again, you're a man of faith. Like, mm-hmm. as of right now, you like I had got knowledge yourself when I was young. Shout out to my bro Safe Cool. So See? I was always into the books and and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I was self-taught. I dropped out of high school early, like 11th grade, going into the 12th grade. I, I chased my career. I told my mom, I ain't going. School shit, it's shit. not going. It's not going. You made it happen. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was just, it was just, it was a definitely a roller coaster. But I had not one time I ever got discouraged because I knew it was going to happen for me. You know what I'm saying? I nah, that's real, happen. bro. You that's real. That you believed in yourself, you catch your faith, and you you had a plan and you stuck to it. Nah, definitely. And, you and I was the, around the, the key to that is being around, putting yourself around good people. Good people. You know what that's I'm saying? Real. You gotta be around good people. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that, that that was like, I had a lot of influential people in my life, like I was saying. And like, it was times uh, I'll go, I'll be in, um, I'll be in loud records and walking through and my homegirl trying to introduce me to to the rappers and they already know me. They like, mm. yo, that's the king of home right there. Raekwon, we going in, this, we going in the office, Raekwon and then eating Chinese food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yo, I know him. He, he from AZ and them block. I said, yeah. I've been to him, shorty. I got a song with Ray. Like, I, and then wind up doing a song with Ray Corner Chef. You know what I'm saying? It's legendary. Legendary. You know what I'm saying? Like, him Damn. telling me, yo, come to the studio. It's time for us to do Ray the Ray the Chef. You know what I'm saying? Seeing him, bumping to him. I'm leaving a concert with Jewels, and I bumped into him, and he was like, yo, it's time for us to do that feature. And I went right to, uh, well, well, Ice Water Studios. And we recorded that shit. One take. One take. Mm-hmm. One take going back to back, back to back. No written, nothing. I went in there. He went in there. I went in there. He went in there. I went in there. He went in there. It's called, the song is called Frank Lucas. I got to go. Yeah, I never heard it. Yeah, I got to go. I'm going to definitely go check. I wish I heard it to happen. bring to the interview. I'm going to yeah, do my yeah, due diligence on that. Send me your email when I get back to the Oh, it's not out. It's for you. Oh, nah, that's it's, private. It's, it's on mix. It's, it's on, it's on mixtapes, but it was it kind of fell on deaf ears because it, it was, I, I did it. I put the tape out on that piff. Like, guys, real Uncasa fans heard the song. Okay. So it's out there. You can find it, but... If you ain't got it, I'll send it to nah, you. Nah, most deaf. Most deaf, man. But what what's Uncasa doing now? I know the clothing line, but I'm gonna let you go ahead. Um, Uncasa is being a father, Uncasa mm. is being a son, Uncasa is being a mentor, Uncasa is being a righteous Muslim, um so many fashion designer, actor, uh Wears multiple hats. Facts. I just don't stop working. We entrepreneur, designer, entrepreneur, hood activists, mm. do all types of things. You know Yo, you I mean? see, you know what caught me? You started with father, mm-hmm. right? 
which means obviously the most important thing in your life yeah, is your daughter. World. And then you mentioned a list of other things. You know what you didn't say? Hip hop. Um, hip hop was hip hop was always gonna be my love, but I got jaded on it. The business mm. is fucked up. It's very demonic. It's very wicked. It's very it's very dark energy. Like I was in the club last night. And I just wanted to go because I'm like, I'm just not me standing on couches no more. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? That part of the culture I'm not with no more. Standing in dark places around intoxicated people you don't know, standing on type of couches. And I'm not saying I'm a fuddy-duddy or, or, or um, Danny Downer, but that's just not the, the... I just don't enjoy that part anymore. I don't want to... I'd rather chill in the crib with my daughter and, and, and watch Monkey Bull. You know what I'm saying? So, so what got you into fashion? I always been a fly nigga. <laughs> That's all I had to hear. You know always been a fly nigga. You know what I'm yeah. My mom's, my mom's, my mom's grew up. My mom's and my grandmother to blame for that. My mom's child, Mama Gail, Gigi. Uh, she, um, my mom's my idol. That's my idol. My mom, she, uh, she a hustler. She's fly. She's my mom's getting ready right now to go to a, a black tie fair. She <laughs> should see her. She talking about uh, what cold you think I should on? Uh, it's colder than mine. It's not cold enough for that mink, and I better not see mm. you on no people no mink. <laughs> <how> she do <doing. laughs> The mink. But um, my mom's in the eighties. My mom's was wearing the MCA, the MCM, the Fila, the Gucci, the the uh, taking me to AJ Lester when I was little. Dapper Dan, like it's always been like. Fashion has always been a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember being six, seven years old, Timberlands, stuff like that. Uh, uh, Worridge coats, you know what I'm saying? Sheepskin coats, always, you know what I'm saying? So my mom's, my mom's, for probably my, my first six, seven years of my life, my mom's was a hustler. She was a drug dealer. My pops was a drug dealer, you know what I'm saying? So you grew up in a family of hustlers. A family of hustlers. Like, I used to wake up, and um, I used to wake up and Hector Camacho be in my crib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, you got to write a book, man. Yeah, I do. Uh, Hector Camacho, Stephanie Mills, um, Gene Anthony Ray that played Leroy. That's my godfather. Oh. You know I played Leroy on Fame. Like, I come from a different type of family. Like, I'm telling you. It's like you, it's kind of like you were born to be a superstar, bro. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I could have born to be, I could have been a big ass kingpin, but I had too much talent. Like, or me, I'm all, I'm into documentaries. I'm into anything musical. I watch the sound of music. My niggas come out here. You watching the sound of music? Now nah, I'm out of here. I've always <laughs> been like that. I'm out of here. I don't. I can't tell you no star and final, no team. I'm, I only only watch the championship games and in the top fights. I don't know. Like I watched the final four, the Sweet Sixteen with my niggas, just because they into sports and they bet. I'm not a sports fan. I know Michael Jordan. I know LeBron James. I know Kobe. Niggas like that, yeah. you know, Oakley, I'm old school like that, but I'm yes, not a sir. sports dude. I'm not going to sit there and watch a bunch of games all day on, on NBA pass. Mm. I'm going to watch Discovery Channel. I'm going to watch the Documentary Channel. I'm gonna go shit you can learn from. Word. Yeah. Um, I, I love like shit like Unsung and shit mm. like that and behind the music. I always love stuff like that. That's where I think I want to go as far as doing my books and literature. I want to do reenactments of how the Diplomat Immunity album um, I did the intro, how the Purple City. I want to do little things like that. How's your relationship with the rest of the diplomats? Um, hmm. 
I don't have any beef with nobody, but I really don't see anyone. Me and Juels probably ain't speaking like almost three years. Um, me and, every time me and Cam see each other, it's always love. When I see Jim, it be love. Um, JR, always love. LL's always love. It's just like everybody's distant. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no love lost, but everybody's distant for pretty much. And the reason I asked that is because you said something wise, but you so intellectually strong that you ain't even noticed it. You were like, yo, when we made that album, before the money came, it was like perfect. It was beautiful was the term you used, yeah. right? Everything At, is beautiful when you broke. It's beautiful when you broke, right? Mm. At what point in that journey did you start to feel shit changing? Mm-mm. Like here you are on the intro. When it was my turn. Mm. When it was my turn. When it was Ooh. your turn. Ooh, man, I can't wait to get to this unpacking segment, bro. When it was your turn, like, mm. bro, you Love kicked changes. off the group album. You kicked it off. Yeah, it's a classic. Just celebrated twenty years. It was like, even with that, it was like a nigga couldn't even really celebrate that. Like, I got the love from the fans, but in-house, that shit was, like, turmoil because, um, shout out to J.R. Ryder. J.R. Ryder felt, J.R. felt some type of way because he wasn't on the album, and he had made a track dissing me. What? J.R. was nice, bro. Like, right? Wasn't his nice. turn. Right. Wasn't his, your turn, he bro. the first album, and he wound up doing, uh, he did, like, a song, and he kind of took a shot at me, right? And um, I addressed it, and um, Cam made us battle. Mm. Cam made us okay. Not, Cam made and he make us lyrically battle. He made he was like, yo, they was they was they they was just about to go on tour for the Diplomat. They was about to do the Hammerstein Ballroom show, and um, Cam running a big ass yo. It was like a big ass gymnasium with a stage on it, and Cam rented it out, and he made me perform. And he made JR perform, but the difference when I perform in front of the whole crew, I was performing like I was performing on Summer Jam. I'm hopping on speakers, I'm hopping off the stage, I'm doing all that. Yeah, stuff. age presence. You know, age presence. You know, JR, he was just on his calm shit. And Cam was like, yo, um, who gonna vote for um JR? One person put their hand up. Who you gonna work for? Iron? Everybody put their hand up. So Cam was like, you can't, can't be doing that sucker shit. We a family. Like, nigga, mm. it wasn't your turn. I put him on the album. If any of you going to diss somebody or say something to somebody, say something to me. Diss me. You know what I'm saying? Salute the camera for that. Mm. And then, you know, um, within the, um, after that, me and JR got got cool. Um, with Like, I think within the pandemic, me and JR had a real conversation. And he told me how... Um, that he always looked up to me. He always, I always like was inspired of him. You know what I'm saying? He was like, back then, yo, bro, he might have looked at this way, but yo, I looked up like, yo, bro, like, I ain't gonna lie, you, you, you was a lot of motivation and shit. He said, that's why when I went up to um, Hot 97 that day when we did that freestyle, I went crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I said, it was a, it was bittersweet. Like I said, it was beautiful when you broke. When I start to feel the shift change when it was my turn, and it was your mm-hmm. turn. But you, you had the light. Everyone fucked with you, the, the fans. Like you ask niggas, early '90s, late '90s, mid '90s, early 2000s. 
I was king. Niggas couldn't fuck with me. Niggas still can't fuck with me. Mm. Niggas, nobody can Talk fuck heavy. with me. And I ain't, I ain't bragging. Niggas can't fuck with me lyrically. Niggas know nobody. I'm what you get. I'm, I'm a nigga. I'm the two, nigga. I'm different. I'm, di I'm unbelievable. Like I came Speaking out of big confidence, nuts, bro. man. Yeah. No homo. You get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I'm unbelievable. Like I came out of Biggie's nuts himself. I am the next. I've always been that, and I've always um, been confident because I know niggas can't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, nobody. I'm supposed to think like that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying, and that's this ain't this this, this ain't saying y'all whack. I'm just telling y'all y'all can't fuck with me. <laughs> nah, real <laughs> talk. You gotta move yeah, like that. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta move like that, man. Damn, it, but it does suck though as a fan. You feel me to hear that like shit started changing when it was your turn. Cause who niggas knows? Think, I know you don't think what could have been, but who knows? Me and Chef got our deal. Niggas didn't congratulate it. Jim mm. tell you he's a hater. He'll tell you, I got hate on my I I I, I hate on my I, I I like Jim 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 had a little, little How's your relationship, you and Jim? Uh, when we see we speak. But back then, like the gym that everybody tell me about now, nah, I wish I had got that gym. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How he treat the artists and all that. Damn, yeah. I wish deep. I wish I would have got that gym because everybody now be telling me how, and I'll be like, damn, Jim. I always had. I always love Jim. Those my bros. But he just it wasn't even tough love. I just didn't feel like he had no love for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's a bad. Feeling, That's a bro. bad feeling. It, 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 it was. It would be. It was, it was, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. Shout out to Jim. I love Jim to death, but I didn't feel that support from him. I didn't feel that love. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes he used to, like, he used to tell, one time I remember he telling me, yo, you just like a, you nice just like from a nigga that rhyme on the block. Like, Jewel's is really nice. Like, he used to Damn. tell me shit like that. That's so crazy. So with that, so with that being said, when he, when he told me that one day, I was like, Hmm. All right, now I'm gonna make sure none of y'all can fuck with me. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You know like Jim got that's way hatred, more, bro. Jim got way more albums than me, but can he fuck with me lyrically? No, he know that. Even I, now, the work now. Hell, I rap. I rap circles around anybody. That's right. That's just me being competitive. I know that. Put me in the studio with anybody. I'm crushing you. Period. That's why I'm coming in. Don't book me. Don't. Call me to come to the studio, no feature, I'm cooking you. Yes, sir, as you should. So, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no love laws. This is just honesty, you know what I'm saying? I didn't feel the love from Jim like that. You know what I'm saying? Yo. I looked up to Jim, you know what I'm saying? I the fact that you said you wish you had this version yeah, I wish of Jim. I, I wish I had this version of Jim. This, this, you know, um, giving artists input and, you know, just showing them love. I just wanted the love, you know what I'm saying? I ain't want nothing We would have never known, because in the Purple City video, he... It looked right like, center. bro, it's a difference between having a collection of people mm -hmm. and having a team, bro. Mm. A lot of people, I want to say a lot of people, but a lot of like groups or teams, they always fall out because everybody wants to be the star player. Nobody wants to pass the ball. Nobody wants to set the screen. Nobody wants to send somebody on the back door to, you know, dish it off. Everybody wants to score the basketball. And that's where people fuck up. Nobody 
understands their roles at the time, and then it was, and then when it's somebody else's turn, like he brought up, it's like, nah, I still want my spotlight. It's like you feel like it's five seconds left on the shot clock. It's five seconds on there. It's five seconds left on the shot clock. Championship game. Niggas know that if anybody gonna make this shot, pass it to Casa. Remember on the episode of um, and Fresh Prince when they was like, pass it to Will. Pass it to Will. Mm -hmm. And it's like, niggas know I got the shot. I'm doing this shit for the team. And you throw up the shot, excuse me, and you throw up the shot and it's going, and you see it's about to be all night and your own teammate just swat that shit out the way because he ain't take the shot. That's sick. You rather sink the ship than let me drive. To let the that's how I, that's how I was feeling. That's, that's how I was crazy. That's how yeah, I was bro. feeling on Purple City. That's how I was feeling around the set. Cause I'm like, these is the niggas I wanna be around. I do every I ride for, I'm oh, down, man. I'm day one, I'm on the album, the first track. But they don't have the same respect and love for me. And that puts you in a bad position because it's like, why do I want to work with y'all anymore? Why am I sitting here putting going all out? For people that and you rep dips that hard, yeah, man. and that I shit, still that rap, shit is I crazy. Still to the fullest, and it's just like niggas can't like like you dip set. You niggas, can't rewrite history, bro. You niggas, dip set like it's a shit on me, but it's a lot of shit I can tell you that I'm responsible for. Like I'm responsible for putting the diplomats back together for the last reunion. They wasn't fucking with each other. Crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. That what? versus, I ain't gonna lie. Dipset lost. Yeah. But they lost because they didn't have that camaraderie. When ego, ignorance, and arrogance get in the way, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Was well, supposed to have been the set. How you think JR, Hell Rel, and 40 Cal felt in the crowd, watching that in the crowd at Versus? How you think yeah, they, they felt? They was in the crowd, bro. Damn. Real shit. Not even out on the asphalt with them. They in the crowd. In the crowd. We put bricks on that fucking building too. Of course. We the set. Y'all diplomats. We the set. Mm. It's a difference between dipset and diplomat. Y'all diplomats. Jewels, Cam, Jim, and Zeke. That's diplomats. We're dipset. 40 Cal, JR Ryder, Ankasa, SAS, J Bezel, Jaja, Stack. Stack bundles, Rest Max Peace. All of us is a collective. It's a lot. Dipset. That's why that versus was the locks versus diplomats. And you yeah. saw the locks look like they was a weld oil machine, bro. And it's just like, damn, that bro. was like a disappointing night. That shit right there was. That shit was hard. Dipset was supposed was to win. win. Everybody thought Dipset was gonna win. He just said they Dipset. You know what I yeah, mean? You, you, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's but like, it's. it's it was like, I remember with the last reunion album, they wasn't even fucking with each other. And Flex was in Funk Flex, was on the radio. Shout out to Funk Flex. This one, Flex was on his rent. Yo, I got a brand new Diplomat song. Yo, we going to do a Diplomat tour. So I called Cam. Mm. And Cam was like, Yo, I don't know what the fuck. I spoke to him, <laughs> but I don't know what the fuck this shit is going on. Yeah. So Cam was like, Yo, where you at? I'm like, I'm in Harlem. People like, yo, meet me in front of the rucker. He had just brought a brand new truck, picked me up. He's like, I ain't fucking with niggas right now. I don't even know. I spoke to Flex, I don't know. We been sending records back back and forth all day. I'm calling Jewels, I'm calling Jim, Jim. 
I'm calling um Joel Jim Joel's ain't really feeling the records. Cam sending back. Cam not really feeling sending the records. So this shit go back and forth for about two days. I'm at Cam's crib. Cam told me something. I swear I love Cam to death. Shout out to Killer King Jaffe Joe. He was like, yo, reason why I love you, cause you 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 be down, you fuck with the set when there ain't nothing popping, when there ain't nothing going on, you be repping this shit. I Boy, love you for that. He was like, when there ain't nothing going on with this set, you repping this shit. He's like, yo, and I thank you for trying. Mm. Cause he had gave up at that moment. It was a it, they, they was like the next day they had to be on Funk Flex. They ain't have no record. I love them niggas. Them my fucking brothers. I love them niggas. And when they watch this, I'ma let y'all niggas know. Yeah, a lot of times y'all niggas, y'all could have been more supportive to me, but I love y'all niggas. That's why I do what I do for the set. So when they was throwing, going back and forth, bickering for about two days, and Cam already gave up on it, and they they hours away from doing the Funk Flex um, interview, I walked down to where Cam got all his plaque, his movie room in his crib in Jersey. And I called my man, it was about 4.30 in the morning. I called my bro, shout out to Vinny Idol, D-Block producer. Called Vinny Idol, I said, yo, you wanna make history? He was like, what I gotta do, twin? I was like, yo, send me some heat. Matter of fact, them joints that was for Vanilla Sky uh, 2, send them joints. I'ma get them my beats. That joint you got the hook on, send that. And I had that shit sent to Cam email, I was like, yo, I'm not giving up. I I want to see this shit happen tomorrow. And all. Right? Right? So, Vinny sends the beats about 4.44 in the morning. Cam listened to him. He's like, yo, this is hot. But one beat that Cam, he just like, yo, I'm, he jumped, yo, as soon as he heard like probably 10 bars of the beat, he jumped right in the booth. It was the Ed OG and the Bulldogs, I Gotta Have It. Yeah. Um, Sample the bitch where I got, uh -huh. gotta have my money. Cam did that shit in five minutes, literally. Did it. <laughs> Shout out to Killers. Rough mix. Yo, send that shit to Jim. Call Jim. What up, Capo? Sent it to Jim. Yo, that shit fire. I'm on my way. And I got my freestyle for Flex. He came over there and did it. Jewels came and did his verse probably like 45 Picasso minutes. was the glue. I was he, just about to say that, bro. He was, he was the glue that's, that stuck Jewels came everything and, together, bro. Jewels came and did his his uh verse probably 45 minutes before they had to leave. So I was sitting there another whole day before Jewels came and did his verse. If they had to be there at 7, he did his verse at 6.30. After that, after they did, after I finally get all every all the diplomats on one record, Jewels. It's a couch just like this in Cam's house. It's kind of like like the same sofa, but a little smaller, like like a like a love seat. Mm -hmm. And um, for some reason, Joel sat right between Cam and Jim, like like this talking. I guess they was happy it was done. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, look at this shit. And I took a picture, boom, and I put it to the Instagram. That shit went viral. So that picture you see with Joel's Cam and you I responsible for that? I, hey, yo. That picture of Jewels sitting in the middle, like they, he's- Yeah, he was like all scrunched up they and all shit. Scrunched wow. Up. That's from your phone. That's from my phone. I took that, but that shit is still in my MacBook. I took that picture. Again, we would have never and known waited, if he didn't tell the story, bro. That's... I waited, I waited for Flex call the house like, yo, yo, y'all got me nervous. Yo, 
What the, what the Uncasa nigga? Yo, you got this. I got the record that's being mixed. I, we're gonna gonna be there, and you heard what you see what happened. I did that. Not Hellrell, not Jr., not Forty Cal. Nobody from the set, cause nobody wasn't even fucking with the set at the time. Everybody was doing their own thing. I made sure that that shit got done for the fans, cause I'm a fan also. I'm not only a member of the fam. I'm a fucking fan. That's crazy. That's just, I'm gonna be yeah. honest. You like at, at some point, yo, I me personally, I'd have been like, man, yo, it ain't beef, but fuck that. I want my credit, man. And it was like sometimes like me just knowing, like the remember in G and Joe, knowing is half the battle. Mm. That's that was me. I was like, cool. Like it it just shows you, like, the last diplomatic ties album, who's the only dipset member on the album? Me. You don't hear 40. You don't hear JR. So you think you get not paid back in a literal sense, but the nah, payback is they no, always include the you only, when it's time? Only reason, the only reason I was on the album because I'm the only one that wanted to do it and oh. not get a check. I didn't get paid for that. I never got paid for Diplomat music. I never made a check with Dipset. Ever. What? Never made Not even the, the no. I never got I never got a publishing check check for the Diplomat Community album. Never. I That's never, crazy. Outside, when I've sold mixtapes on my own independently, I've never made music off of them. So all this Spotify shit that y'all be saying, I don't get paid off that. You got a million views off Purple City. You don't get paid I off never, that. Never, I never got paid off of rap music. That's I've never crazy. made a crazy. You can't find a check stuff that say coming from Diplomat nowhere. I've never was signed a Diplomat. I was signed to Purple City. I was signed to Shice. I got said all that was street I got money. Dip said more than got, people signed. I got, I got, yeah. I got, I got money with Shice. My first rap check, no, my first independent rap check came with Shice, came through Shice. We we signed our Purple City deal, um, two thousand what, two thousand three, two thousand three Christmas. Year the blackout. Yeah. Year the blackout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you still hear the love for Dipset and his voice, bro. I yeah. love them niggas. I don't Nigga have to, say he ain't I don't have to be around y'all to love y'all. I can love y'all niggas from a distance. At the no same time, you put in work, and when people work, you get paid. Man, oh, man, tell that to the slaves. Tell that to our, our ancestors that built the, the railroads and all that shit. They ain't get paid, but them shits is here. Amtrak's still running on them same, them same tracks that was here from 100 years ago. Drop the mic. Yeah, I'm gonna get my blessings from my law. When it's time for me to go through them gates, I'm gonna get my blessings there. I ain't worried about the, no accolades and nothing material on this earth. All this shit is just flesh and blood. This shit goes in the ground or get cremated. My spirit's gonna still roam this shit. And I'm gonna be a legend forever. I'm gonna never die. I'm never mm. gonna die. Physically, yes. All of us gonna all of us gotta do date, but I'm gonna be on YouTube. I'm gonna be, these albums is gonna play forever. I'm going to be here forever. I did my part. I did my part. I didn't get wealthy from rap music, no. Do I look like I'm fucked up? I'm still running around like that. You <laughs> <laughs> said, do I look like I'm fucked sure. up? This shit, man, you blessed it. Blessed and highly favored, man. You know what I'm saying? And man, I, I'm not man. doing that. I just Righteous. Like, it's just like, because people don't see you on the scene, they think you fucked up. I'm still 18 Carago Casio watch. This, ah, this man, is antique. You good. I can't even find this nowhere. You know what I'm saying? My UK piece, that's about 27,000. This 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 gift from Luca, that's about another 20. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but my, you ain't get what you deserve number. though, bro. Man, you only get some I don't even say that. I don't I don't blame nobody for my for my my uh 
Bro, you put Dipset back together. My short keepings of, um, you were the first track on Diplomatic Immunity. They just celebrated twenty years, and then not one person from Dipset retweeted or repost or even dropped a comment when I posted it, and I added everybody. So what that tells you there? See the truth, mm, like I don't be, don't be that. mad. Don't be mad at the truth. Nobody can't be mad at the truth. Did you hear me come up here and slander anybody? Nope. All I did is show love. And tell the truth. And tell the truth. As clean as I can possibly end. Yeah. I'm just telling y'all my point. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's how things go. Damn, even when you move righteous in business, you get the short end of the stick. The righteous never win. Righteous never win. And you only get what you and and, and you only uh get what you negotiate. I, there you go. That was what you was looking for. Yo, you go ahead with You that. only get what you... Yeah. I heard that many times, and I, ne- it, it, I always wonder, like, what you mean? Like, don't you get what you deserve? But closed mouths don't get fed, bro. Bro, it, it's you know listening to Uncasta today, like, it's... I appreciate it. Now, my third eye is open, bro. But again, I'm Haitian. So I was brought up with the ideology that when people treat you good, you're supposed to treat them better. The real love is never reciprocated. If you... Don't ever look for reciprocation for the love you show because you will never get it. You'll never get that love. Yes, sir. Don't, don't expect it. No, I don't fault nobody. It's all good. Just know I love y'all. Jim Jones, Joel, Z, Kim, everybody that got that bird tatted on their arm. I got, I'm going in the ground with this shit. This shit, that shit, this shit don't wipe off. Skull gang shit right here don't wipe off. Taliban Purple City tats I got on my body, that shit don't wipe, wipe off. That shit is gone with my daughter asks me about that shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, but. Yes, sir. I'm not bitter. I'm mm. good. Don't I look good? I'm 40. Check, I'm about I look to be good. 40, 40, you feel good. Smell good. Yeah, your heart's strong, King. Super strong. Ain't nothing going to stop this but Allah. Yes, sir. Mm. Ain't yes, nobody going to stop this. Allah ain't going to stop it neither. He's going to continue blessing you in ways that you probably won't comprehend until it's super, happening. Super, super, because my heart is pure. Mm-hmm. And I don't got, I don't have, I don't have no mask. I'm not bro. mad at nobody. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yes, sir. Just know that that's that's why I had left the industry. It was it was fucking me up mentally, cause I was like, I'm doing good. I'm being a real nigga. I'm being loyal. You ain't never see me with no other crew. I could have mm. been with mad niggas. Yes, mad sir. Niggas off of me shit. I'm sure. I could have, Raekwon, I could have been a part of BMF. I don't really have meetings with Big Meech. Go to my Instagram. You see me on stage next to Big Meech, L Blue. Hmm. J-Bo. I've really been in that mansion. I know, I really know what a BMF Sunday at Crowbar looked like. Nigga, I was there. And I ain't meet him do dip, dips at Neba. Probably the first time, like, me meeting Meech wasn't through Dipset. Us beefing with them was through Dipset when we had the, the shit in Miami. But yeah. other than that, I met a, I'm, I've met everybody on Cam used to take me to Sony to try to get me a deal. I walk up to Butt Neck and Tim Dog, and I'm like, yo, we know Casa. That nigga's a, mm, I nigga done turned down a deal from us. Because I knew what I was worth. Righteous, you man. know what I'm saying? Blessed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I've yes, been doing sir. this shit. I've been doing this shit forever. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And I still got the love for it. You know what I'm saying? It's just not my it's just not my main focus anymore. But if you know, if anybody that think that I'm slacking on my pen, come test me. 
Oh, Troy, I think it's the perfect it's time perfect now, time. man. Constant been teaching. First and foremost, I want to thank you for sharing those stories. No problem. You know what I'm saying? Blessing us with your presence and all that. Um, what we do now at this time mm-hmm. is we unpack. Okay. Now, I have a bunch of words in this bag, right. and what I want you to do is to take a word out. Right. And whatever word you see, okay. just speak on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it bring, if it triggers any emotions, any past traumas, just let this shit out. And then when you're done, you come with a word and then pick another one. Right. You ready? Oh, man, here you go. Oh, that's a, I mean, if you want to take them on, do it one by one. That's fine with me. You know what I'm saying? Egos. Yeah. Egos fucks up everything. I never had an ego. Yeah, we know now. I never had an ego. I got confidence. Don't don't get confused. My confidence of me knowing I'm the shit is what ego. Because when I'm in a room full of kings, I be the quietest. Well, I know how to be number two. I know how to be number 100. Mm. Long as I'm on the team. Nigga, put me on the bench the whole championship game. I'm still going to get a ring. Mm. I don't care. Don't give me no game. Don't give, don't don't give me no game time. But I'm still gonna hold a trophy and drink mm, champagne and go to the ticket tape parade with y'all. Not a same, lot of uncastas out shit, here. Robert Ory got seven rings. He was never the star player. Ego, egos. This 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 is what this was like. This was one of the worst things that ever could have happened to Dipset. Egos. Mm. Real shit, bro. It's real shit. Egos. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great word, choice. Uh, home. Home's lovely. Yeah. Home's lovely. I'm about to actually, I'm working hard on getting my mom's a new home before she leaves this planet. You okay. know what I'm saying? Home, home, my daughter, home, relax, get my mind right. You know? Um, that's what I'm doing it for, home. That's it. That's what that's where I spend most of my time, home. I don't want. I don't need to stand on none of y'all couches. I don't need. I don't need to go buy eight hundred dollar bottle of liquor that really cost seventy five dollars in the liquor store. I'm good. See, it's funny because Chicago was almost your home. From saying so, my question is: my first night in Chicago, I almost died. Oh, jeez. It was crazy. Let me tell y'all about that. Yeah, speak <laughs> on that, please. First, please. Night, first night first night in Chicago, my guys, they showing me all the landmarks. They showing me everything. So they're like, yo, we're going to go out. We're going to show you how ladies look and all that. So we pull up to a club. We in a brand new truck sitting on 22s. We chilling. Everybody got a chain on their neck. Watch on their face. We're looking good. I pull up to the club and I just, I just felt evil, evil spirit. It looked like the, the club was all white, but when I looked at it, it looked like it was red as that background light right there. Mm. That's how the club, that's the glow that was on the club. And I'm like, I'm not going in there. And they like, yo, Joe, you know, you know, like Joe is like, we saying B in Harlem. Like, yo, come on, B, you bugging B. Yeah. But they say Joe. So he's like, yeah. yo, Joe, you know you with Joe? We running something, nigga, you know you with Joe? I was like, I'm gonna keep it real. When I don't feel the vibe in my own city, I'm not going, don't mm. take this personally. What you want to do, Joe? This is where it's at. This the nightlife. We can go back to the studio in the basement and go right rounds. Huh? Yes, sir. And chill. We can go talk. Got to trust that you energy. Mm-hmm. Nah, you got to trust that gut. Only one time I ain't trust this gut and it fucked me over. But now I don't give a fuck. If it's a little gut feeling, I'm going with my gut. But so we leave, we go to the crib, we chill. 
listen to beats until I fall asleep, go to my room upstairs. About 7.45, 8 in the morning, my man Bug banging on the door, shout out to Bug the Beast. He like, yo, Joe, wake up, Joe. Yo, Casa, man, wake up, Casa. Come downstairs real quick. So I'm like, I go downstairs, and he turn on the news. He like, look. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, shit, that's the club from last night. What happened? Mm. 25 people died in that shit, Club mm. E2s. What nigga would have told my mama? Mm. First night out there. Was crazy. Trust. First night. Got no trust. Got instinct, bro. You can Google. Y'all go home, Google it. E2 nightclub, Chicago. Try to that E2. One way in, one way out. People. Shout out to the niggas that listen to you and say, yo, I'm yeah. out. Yeah, because I, cause I, man, I would have sat in that truck and smoked my weed. Y'all go out with me. But Damn. that night, Damn. my gut feeling. So so what is what is what does Harlem mean to you? Um the Renaissance. Mm. The Mecca. The Mecca where everything, where everything with some swag was born. Anything that got swag came from Harlem. Trendsetters. Super fucking fat. Mm-hmm. Everybody I meet from Harlem got so much love for the borough. It's crazy, it's, and, that, and that's yeah, not, it's not even like, a borough. That's the crazy that's part. A, that's a that's a that, that that's a that's a a small section within a borough. Yeah, but we treat it like a borough. Yeah, true that. Real shit. True that. Okay, go to the next one. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he picked home because I. T- mm. I'm saying. I'm glad he picked egos. Yeah. Know your role. I definitely know my role. Knowing your role is the best thing to do. No, like I've no, like real gangster niggas respect me because I never try to play a gangster. I'm not no pussy, not no punk, but I ain't never want to be a gangster. Gangsters don't live long. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Gangsters don't live long. I I did gangster shit, but I know how to stay in my lane. You know what I'm saying? That's always been you comfortable me. looking in the I'm mirror. Comfortable look in the mirror. Yo, all my life people try to change me. Niggas told me, yo, you ain't gonna get no record. You gotta get contacts. I got, I went through four or five record deals. You ain't gonna get no bitches. I fucked your bitch in these glasses. How about that? <laughs> yo, that's I'm tough. Keep, I'm just, I'm yo, just keeping the honest. Yo, yo. And the, a lot of people don't know, Uncasa, Uncasa is an acronym for United Niggas Kill All Stereotypes America. A lot of people don't know that. Everybody be like, one Crazy. house, unhouse. No. I spell it with a K. It stands for United Niggas Kill All Stereotypes America. Anything, any stereotype they put upon me in America, I'm Killed killing that, that shit. And I did. And you did. And you did. You might as well do the last two. Do the last two. keep this shit going. Word. Damn. That was real shit. That was real. Clock management. Yeah. Basically, because you said you're, you're a father, entrepreneur. You do fashion. You're a weed entrepreneur. How do you manage all of that time, bro? Like, um, enlighten me, please. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you how to be. Whatever you want, you are gonna go hard for. Yes, sir. And you are gonna make time for. Absolutely. So you gotta know, like, to feed that baby girl that you got. Mm-hmm. You gotta put the fucking work in. Mm. She don't eat if you don't work. She can't fend for herself right now. That's a fact. So you 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 get whatever you feel like you, I grind. This is how you supposed to live. God, family, grind. God comes before everything. God, family, grind. God, family, grind. You know what I'm saying? 
GFG, God mm. Family Grind. Okay. You got God, he's going to make sure you, you be able to take care of the family from the grind. Without God, it's nothing. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And not saying, like, even the devil's a, a God to a certain effect. That's some people's God. That's Some people worship that. I've always, always was in tune with the most high. I'm a, I'm a very spiritual person. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's just like, whatever you have time for, um, whatever you trying to achieve, you can manage it. It's never, it's, it's never, we are, we are, we are the child of God. It's never no obstacle too heavy for us. We black. We indigenous people. Excuse me. We the indigenous people. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We the first body that was found on the planet Earth. We the makers, the cream of the planet Earth. Us, us, we. You know what I'm saying? It's never, it's never nothing too heavy for me to manage. It's called multitasking. Never mm. nothing too heavy for me to manage. Mm. Smoking. Man, thank you, man. I definitely appreciate that. Professionalism. Yes, speak on that. Last how, how important is that? It's professionalism. Very, professionalism is very important. That's what Dipset was lacking that night. Professionalism. Mm. You gotta do this is your profession. And with professionalism, you gotta be even if you don't want to do it. This is what I was taught. My manager, Rosalind Brogdon, my first manager, she's no longer my manager now, but she's like my, she's like calling my second moms. And um, she always told me, yo, in this business, you have to do some shit you don't want to do when you need to do it. She was like, yo, you gonna have to, it's, it'll be a time, she gave it to me raw. She said, man, it might be a time your mother die. You can't let that, you can't let that fuck your meeting up. You can't let that fuck, you gotta be strong. It's a time, it's, it's gonna be a time for you to go break down and, and, and mourn for your mother, but it's business. It's business. Well, you gonna handle that. That's something you gotta handle. But your business, be on top of that. Cause that's what make you. Yes, sir. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That's why I apologize for being moments late. You know what I'm saying? It's about being professional because I told y'all I was going to be on time. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Oh, good, brother, man. You know, but that's just righteous being, energy. And, 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 and you know, you know, it's the, you know what I wish was in one of these joints. Well, I'm a, I'm a, so we, we don't went through these words. I'm going to give a word that everybody need to start uh, practicing. Mm. It's con accountability. Mm. Niggas don't be a, niggas don't like to take accountability for shit. Niggas be dead wrong. Take accountability of your faults, motherfuckers. Excuse me. He, he, he gave us a word, see? Accountability. accountability. Oh, that was the last one. Yeah, let me, let me crumble this up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Accountability. Niggas hate accountability. Niggas don't never want to take the fault. Niggas always want to cheer and when, when it's time to win, but when it's something fuck them, niggas don't, nobody want to claim to that shit. I love the claim to my faults because I know that's going to make me better. My bad, bro. I fucked up. I'm gonna get it right mm -hmm. next time. I'm gonna get it right next time. And if time. I can't do it, I'm gonna tell you I can't do it. I'm not gonna story. I can't do that, bro. Honesty and accountability. You know what? People is afraid Man of honor, people right? People is afraid to lose. But I don't never lose. I learn. You it's learn from your loss. mistakes. It's never That's a never loss. loss. That L is a lesson. That L is a lesson. Mm -hmm. 
And when you win, you don't always win. Mm. When you win, you don't always win. When you win, you don't always that win. That's cliche. It's cliche, but it's real. Now shit. all money's good money, bro. Now all money, good money. I've heard that before. Now all but... money is good money. A win is not it's... always a win. Mm-hmm. Uncasa dropped the mic with that, man. Fact. All right. On that note, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Each One Teach One podcast. Thank you. Round of applause for Uncasa. I appreciate you. Round of applause, King. I appreciate y'all because I'm a fan and I just was like, I can't wait till I go up there so people can really get in tune with who I am now. Yeah, man. I'm not the same Uncasa I was in 03. I'm a 43 year old father, a son, a professionalist. You know what I'm saying? I just try to, I just even even the juicy shit niggas want to. I, I put it in a perspective where everybody can respect it with love. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to um, rub nobody the wrong way. But the truth is the truth. The right? Truth right is the, the wrong truth. Wrong, and I, that's what I stand on. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And you did it with class. You did it with love. Definitely. Yes. Got You got. That's what being. That, you from Harlem. You know what? That's what being a Harlem is. Harlem is being a fly, classy motherfucker. Renaissance. See how yeah. my posture. You see how I sit. Yes, sir. How my clothes fit me. Yes, you sir. Know? You gotta. You gotta. You gotta care about yourself. It start with self. You can't take care if you don't take care. You can't take care of your daughter. Right. You come first before your daughter because the. She needs you. So before she get right, you got to get right. Right. If you not right, she not right, right? So that's right, gotta, you come right. first. First, matter of fact, God comes first. And you come first. And the family and then the grind. Then the grind. In that order right there, man. Damn. You know, peace out. Love y'all. Assalamu alaikum to all the Muslims. Get through this Ramadan peacefully and blessed, man. Make your prayers um, as fast, as much as you can. And, um, you know, um... Get financial literacy. That's what I want to talk about. Get look, get make sure you you know what's going on with your finances, and always don't be afraid to start over, and um, can create multi revenues of financial, you know, financial revenue. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Mad streams of money. Like I don't only do it like people be be like I got a a printing company where I'm actually doing the printing myself. You know, merch. I need to get up with Uncasa, yeah, yeah. man. And and just for y'all bring bring each one, teach one, and cranberry and vodka, which is my clothing brand. We are gonna do a ill collab. Yes, sir. Absolute collab, and I'm telling you the world that now. So let's get ready for some ill ass merch design and printed by yours truly. Thank y'all, each one, teach one. This was a blessing. Thank y'all. Thank you, my brother. Time. Yes, much love. Before yes, you go, tell the people where they can find you too. Oh, you can y'all can find me. At the real Uncasa on Instagram, uh, that's the only really social media I do. You can find me on my YouTube. Tune in to my thirty-three episode uh, season of Uncasa True Hip Hop Stories, where you he get got them depth. stories. Oh, that's he got them cool. stories. I, I should have asked about that. Yeah, well, I just oh. plugged it for you. So yeah, so you know we 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 had a, a great intellectual conversation. We did, yeah, brother. We ain't really miss out on none. These is. Topics we need to talk about. Yes, sir. You know and I'm just like, and, I, and for all the youth out there, get make sure y'all on top of your business, man. 
stop going to your meetings high and drunk and all that. When you go to your meetings, there's enough time to do that. Be professional. Be Don't professional. Because I'm telling you, people love to see you intoxicated and off your dean because they can slip that bullshit on you. Don't let nobody slip that bullshit on, on you, man. Yes, be sir. Be smart. Be on top. Of, and, and, and it's libraries. It's libraries all over the world. Go pick up a book, man. Sometimes put the phone down and turn the TV off. Get some literature. Read. Read up, man. Teach yourself, man. Teach like, one. This, teach this, one. one. Teach one. Mm -hmm. Like I said, thank y'all. I'm very blessed. Thank man. you, man. On that note, you know where to follow us. Each the number one. Teach the number one podcast on Instagram. To on my YouTube. To the Zoe Sakpase. You heard the man. Nabublay. <laughs> my brother. You know my it. brother. Choice. Go ahead, King. Yo, yo, you know you can find me at Well Made Choice on social media. Well Made Choice on YouTube. Well Made Choice on Spotify. Man, I got mad shit coming up. Get at me. Yes, sir. Round of applause. Round of applause. You're on Casa, my brother. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, King. Thank you, Wolf the Legend. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, this your best. This your best joint, bro. For real. Yeah. yeah. yeah my That's brother. the best joint, bro. Honest, privilege.